Now here's the deal with Hannah and Abby, a conversation to bring the hope and light of Jesus into hard topics. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here's the Deal. Today, we are going to be (laughs) talking about supporting and loving friends who are suffering and struggling with loss. I'm sorry, that was not funny. The title is not funny. I just... (laughs) <laughs> it was a dry start, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm <laughs> like, no, no, I meant, like, my mind, I'm like, wake up, wake up, wake up, and I'm sitting here, and it's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> that You did great, Abby, just Thank my you, mind Hannah. was not here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh. Yes, and that's part of, you know, what we're going to talk about. That is that, what we're going to talk know? about today. <laughs> All right, but I have a fun fact, another, <laughs> another, um... Parks. National Park fun fact. Here we go. Yes, I think our national parks are so cool <laughs> and so interesting. And I learned that a giant sequoia tree fell and blocked a road in Sequoia National Park in California in 1937. And the National Park Service, rather than removing it, decided to just create a tunnel through the 275 foot by 21 foot long tree. Wow. And so they just have a long tunnel in the middle of a giant sequoia in the national park, which I didn't know. That's cool. Where? What national park? Sequoia National Park. (laughs) (laughs) You said a tree. What? (laughs) It's a sequoia tree. It's a type of tree. That's okay. A sequoia tree. The national park is called called sequoia. Sequoia That's why I was was like, you just said it's called the sequoia tree. (laughs) And this park is in California. Wow, I am just like, oh my goodness gracious! You're ready for it. I today. am all. I am here today. Yes. And um, what had happened to it? I'm just kidding. I, I did pay attention. <laughs> that's really cool. But that's a new thing. That's a new thing for my bucket list is to drive through that tree. That would be such a weird thing to do. Yeah. Be like inside of a tree. I'm inside of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Hannah. Thank you. No, I mean, like, it's an odd bucket list thing, but it's, like, it's really cool. But it's cool, cool. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're off to a strong start. Yes, we are. So, today, we are going to be talking about supporting and loving friends um, and family who are suffering and struggling with loss. Mm -hmm. Um, So, our last episode, we talked a lot about feelings, emotions, and empathy. Mm -hmm. And empathy is a huge factor on this particular subject. Um, And this really is, you know, the aspect of being aware of what others are going through, even if you don't know details, just Mm -hmm. being aware of how they're doing and what they might need. Um, This also, you know, ties into knowing their personality, if they're a close friend or family member, and not pushing too much can go a long way. And that also, you know, goes back to knowing the personality. Each person is different. Each person needs different things and responds to different things in in different ways. You know, a long conversation might benefit some and might not benefit others so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Hannah, what do you have? Um, So, kind of touching up on a little bit of what we ended our last episode on about how, you know, if you... If you say something to make light of a situation, mm-hmm. um, how sometimes people can feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that sometimes it's important to be empathetic mm-hmm. when people are really struggling with yeah. something. And what comes to my mind is I brought this up 
in Ecclesiastes, uh, but in Ecclesiastes verse seven, uh, chapter seven, verse three, it's, I know a lot of people to say that Ecclesiastes is just like really dark and like sad. I mean, like the first chapter of Ecclesiastes is like, vanity is this, vanity is that, all is vanity. And to those who don't know what vanity means, vanity is like pointless. There's no point to it all. Right. And so it's like, I, I know a lot of people that hate Ecclesiastes, but at the same time, there's so many things that just stand out that are really, really helpful and encouraging. Mm-hmm. And one of those verses is chapter 7, verse 3, Sorrow is better than laughter, for by a sad, a sad countenance, the heart is made better. And, I mean, I've heard so many people read that and be like, well, that just doesn't make sense. And it's like, you know, but have you ever been like, really really sad about mm-hmm. something and you just like need to listen to some sad music <laughs> and you turn on sad music or like if you're like really upset about something you need something more like upbeat and like mm-hmm. fast paced and it's like after you feel better mm-hmm. and it's like that's how I imagine because when you're going through something where whether it's a loss of a family member or a friend you need to be able to have that that freedom Mm -hmm. to be able to express how you feel in that situation and have somebody not sit there and tell you well you just need to be happy Mm -hmm. well you just need to get over it no it it specifically says sorrow is better than laughter right well and sorry go ahead well and I I was just going to point out that you know there are times when laughter is exactly what the situation needs Mm -hmm. and I think that you can absolutely use discernment to to tell when that is the case but knowing that you know what sometimes this person just needs me to come and sit with them and listen Mm -hmm. is can go so far because sometimes that's all that they need Mm -hmm. well and I think that goes back to the process of working through these things you know right Some people need laughter to work through things. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, if it is a really hard situation, you just need to work through that, whether that is with sad music, whether whether that's with no music and just silence, whatever it might be. Um, You know, each person works through things differently. Um, And I really love Galatians 6, too. It says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And Galatians 5.13 says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but to love, through love, serve one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, we, we in Christ we have freedom, we have liberty. And that's not for us to just go wild and do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. That is for us to serve one another and be on the lookout for those opportunities to show the love of Christ to others. Um and I think, you know, I, me and a friend were talking the other day about how we can be so, you know, mm-hmm. mission-minded to have empathy for those who are not Christians and to be there for them that sometimes we're not as aware of what other Christians are going through and that yeah. other Christians do have hurt and do have troubles and also need that support and that love from those other Christians. Right. And, you know, just it's, I think it's just a great reminder to – to always be on the lookout no matter who you're around, you know, just because someone is a Christian doesn't mean that they've got it all under control. Right. Because no one has it all under control. Only God does. You know, God is ultimately our fulfillment. He is ultimately our peace and is what will bring us through. But he's given us community. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that as that part of that community, we are there for others too. Exactly. Um, 
one of my favorite parts in Ecclesiastes um, when it's talking about that there's a time for everything is there is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And for me, when I am like not doing good, (laughs) I will make light of a really heavy situation and I'll be like, I just really need to turn on some music and just dance. Mm -hmm. Like I need to be in the kitchen and just start dancing and like make some cookies or make some brownies. (laughs) Like I just, I just need to let off some steam Mm -hmm. and you know, like, and, and that's okay. And I think it's also knowing the people that are around you best so that you can you can help them when Mm -hmm. they're when they're in need like my mom knows when I am not doing good I will just flat out tell her I need time to be alone right now I just need to like plug in some headphones and just dance around in my room Mm -hmm. and like I just like you know and it's okay to address those feelings so that you know what you need Mm -hmm. but also when you have friends that are going through something asking them what they need Mm -hmm. and it's and and be aware that they most likely will not know what they need yeah. and they will most likely tell you that and that is okay and just affirming I love you I'm here for you mm-hmm. and you let me know when you need something I'm there for you yeah being that support is incredibly important and it will go a long way mm-hmm. well and the phrase you, you know I, I heard different things but the just the question of is this helpful or is this hurtful Hmm. You know, and that's that, and that's an that's an easy way to, you know, if especially if that person doesn't necessarily know what they need. Okay, if I sit here with you, would that be helpful or would that be hurtful? Right. You know, would that help the situation or, you know, do you not want that? Essentially, that's not that's not necessarily meaning you're you're hurting them by sitting there, mm-hmm. but that's you know just being aware of the situation and, you know, again, like Hannah was saying, each person is different, and part of that empathy is working on recognizing you're not going to be perfect at it mm-hmm. you know no one can always know what's going on in another person's head right. um but you know some ways to be there for a person is being an ear to listen and not a mouth trying to fix right um i like that praying for them on the spot and praying with them allowing them if they need this to take their mind off the situation for a second you know don't push yourself you know but you can allow yourself to laugh with them if that is what they need you mm-hmm. know and that's again using discernment using their cues to lighten the situation or not um and also don't push to don't push to know more Mm -hmm. you don't need to do that um you don't need to compare your past situations to what they're currently going for it can be with the best of intentions that you do that um but it can come across as putting the attention back on yourself sometimes knowing their love language if they're a close friend or a family member especially um paying attention to what you know might brighten their day or make their day a little bit easier and on that note, you know, if it's a loss of or a physical suffering, making a meal for someone can go a long way. Just dropping it off at their front door, you know, leaving a note with them or something. Just that suggestion can take some worry off of their mind. It can mm-hmm. let them know that they're loved. They have people that are there for them. Um, and just, you know, be, be present for them. That doesn't mean you have to be there right there with them. Mm-hmm. But just letting them know, hey, I am here for you. Whatever you need, even if it is a meal, if it's a ride, if it's whatever, just letting them know that you are there for them and they can come to you if they need anything. And and also know that sometimes when people are hurting, they will say things that are hurtful. Mm-hmm. And so going into it, respecting the person with whatever they're going through, because you know what? 
that person, even if they are like your closest friend and if they are really going through something really, really hard and real, if they're in a dark place, they might say some things that are hurtful. They might say things out of anger. And you know what? You cannot take that to heart mm-hmm. because they are hurting right now and you need to respond with love Mm -hmm. and you need to still support them and if they need space they need space and that's okay Mm -hmm. and just like just like you said praying for them on the spot you you don't even have to pray for somebody like if you are somebody who is not very strong in their prayer life right now um you can still pray for somebody without praying out loud yeah you can pray in your heart and God counts every single prayer. When you are talking to God, God is listening to you. Mm-hmm. And it can be hurtful when those around you that are hurting hurt you because they're hurting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it can be hard, but knowing that, you know what, I still love you. I'm going to give you some space, but I love mm-hmm. you and I'm here for you. And whatever you need, let me know. Mm-hmm. Well, in Romans 12, 10 through 13, says, Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the, we can, if a person is going through something great, we can rejoice with them. If a person is going through a tribulation, we can have patience with that. Mm-hmm. And we can, you know, just be there for them whatever they might not whatever they might need not pushing or trying to solve the situation but just being for there for them you know being hospitable praying for them all of those things can really help a person know that they are loved and that they have community despite the situation mm-hmm. well and and just look at um job you know Job was being attacked physically, mentally, spiritually. He was being attacked by Satan. Mm -hmm. And like his friends, um, it says in Job 2 verse, where is it? Uh, Verse 11, and it's, For they have made an appointment together to come and to mourn with him and to comfort him. And I love how throughout the Bible we're given examples of how to live out to be towards people. Mm -hmm. Like, Yes, that in of itself goes to show that, you know what, it is okay. It is okay to go and to be empathetic with your friends. And it is okay to go and to comfort them Mm -hmm. when they're hurting. You know, Job was literally covered in boils all over his body, you know, (laughs) like after he was already attacked multiple times and then he lost all of his livestock and all these things. And it's like, it doesn't matter what they're going through, even just showing up Mm -hmm. to to support them, to comfort them, that is sometimes just what somebody needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, just like you said, the Bible has so many passages. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a list on my paper that I haven't even talked about, but it has so many passages yeah. that show us how to treat others through loss, through tri- tri- trials and tribulations, and also through the good times. You know, it, it really shows us how to how to be with others and be in community through every season of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just encourage you to, you know, really, really dig in. You can research on your own, do a Bible study maybe about, you know, okay, how to how to rejoice with others, how mm-hmm. to be supportive of others, how to love others. Right. Um, and the Lord has truly given us such a, 
such a roadmap on how how to live our lives through every situation. Um, and I just I just think it's amazing, you know, that the Lord has truly given us such guidance in everything. I do have a quote for today, by the way. Yes. I just found it in my Bible. Wonderful. <laughs> and I think that, um, I think it'll be encouraging to somebody. Uh, it's every minute you spend with God is an investment into your best life. And I think it's important that if we want to be able to comfort people mm-hmm. and if we want to come alongside them and and support them, we can't do that without God. Mm-hmm. We can't. Because God, he is the master of all comfort. Mm -hmm. He's the one who comforts us in everything that we're going through. And the more that you spend time with the Lord, it is an investment to your future. It is an investment to you right now. And not only will it invest into your future, but it also will help you Mm -hmm. with those around you. And Mm -hmm. so don't, don't, lose heart and don't always don't seek out how you can fix people no that's not the that's not the mentality of this this is coming alongside those who are hurting supporting loving and comforting them Mm -hmm. you don't need to fix a situation I have to tell myself that all the time because I'm a fixer Mm -hmm. I want to immediately fix a situation I want to know what I can do to help the situation and you know what sometimes I I know that I actually cannot do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, you know, the root of having empathy is having care. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going about being like, I need to be on the lookout for problems to solve. Right. It's, I need to be on the lookout to have care for people. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever that might be. Yeah. And, you know, it's so true. We can't have discernment. We can't have the guidance without the Lord. Yeah. And we, in order to have discernment with how to care for people, in order to have you know, the mindset to care for people rather than to fix or to care for people rather than turn it back on our own situation. We need the Lord to do all of those things. Mm -hmm. And the deeper we dive into our study and relationship with him, the better we will be at those. Absolutely. Want to end with a question? (laughs) I would love, do you have one? I do have a question. I was like, I need a minute to think about one, but sure. (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite board game? Ooh, I love Scrabble. Really? I love it. I'm not very good at it. I <laughs> love Scrabble. What That's is so fun. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Yeah, why? <laughs> so in school, I had the most atrocious spelling in the entire world. Um, and I fell behind several years in school. Like in middle school, I fell behind a lot because there was a season of my life where just it was trauma after trauma after trauma. And it I wasn't able to retain stuff. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I had to write a paper and it was a it was a letter because I got a scholarship to go to a camp. And so I was writing a letter and my stepdad was proofreading it and he goes he was like, "Oh my gosh, your spelling is like is really bad." He started reading the letter I wrote back to me with like the actual way I spelled things and how they <laughs> sounded and he was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna change that and so probably middle school through high school um I then loved spelling and grammar because he made it a game and then like almost every other night we would do we would play a game of Scrabble and he would pull out a dictionary and he's like if you don't know how to spell something you need to look through the dictionary and it, I just thought it was like it was so much fun getting to learn and so like I absolutely love Scrabble with all my heart. (laughs) So 
What about you? What's your favorite? Um, so my family doesn't play a ton of board games. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we grew up playing a lot of like Life and Monopoly. Um, I really love Yahtzee. I don't know if you would classify oh. that as a board game. Okay. But that's one that everyone in my family will play together. Yeah. And we've kept every single scorecard <laughs> ever. That's awesome. And so like we can still look back and, you know, we just add on to them. So I, we recently started playing Yahtzee again, and I found yeah. a scorecard that was half filled out from when I was in, like, middle school. Nice. Um, and I just kept going <laughs> on it. Um, but it's just a super, super fun one that you can chit-chat while you play, and yeah. everyone is always involved. So that's probably one of my favorite. And, I mean, I'm a I'm a big card game player. Yeah. Um, but that's the most, I think, board game. Which board game do you not like? Oh. You already said the one that I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I cannot stand Monopoly. I, I hate Monopoly. Sometimes enjoy it. if you allot enough time, I can sometimes. It has to do with the people you play with. It does because my family takes it. My family takes games like they are life or death. Like <laughs> you will lose a hand in almost any type of game with my family. So no. like it is very intense. And like Monopoly, they will just destroy you. They will get <laughs> hotels upon hotels for homes and like you just you'll be in so much debt, but they'll they'll give you enough to where you just have like a few dollars where you still have to pay yeah. and you still have to play and keep going around and around and you just barely scrape a few dollars and then you immediately have to give it back to them and you're just in debt for like a good three hours and it's too too much like real life. And so no, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> No, we, my family can get pretty intense with, I mean, like I said, we play a lot of card games. Yeah. Um, And one time we were with extended family playing a game of spoons, which we get very intense with spoons. Yep, same. And my mom's iPhone flew off of the table and shattered. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, well, that's my fault. Shouldn't have had it on the table. (laughs) My sister literally got her nails done one day and we went and played, um, Oh, what's it called? Dutch Dutch Blitz? Oh, I love Dutch Blitz. I love Dutch Blitz. And we went and got our nails done for my graduation, and that night we were playing it, and she broke, like, two nails. Literally, oh like, goodness. they literally broke off, and oh my gosh. she <laughs> It worked out perfectly, because I got to, like, tell a bunch of people about it. I'm like, you don't believe me? Go look at my sister's nails, because she just broke them off last yeah. night. <laughs> so. Oh, that's fun. Good stuff. Well, we will put this on our story. We would like to know what your favorite. Yes game is whether it's board game or not Mm -hmm. i just think this is super fun um and we will share our answers on a later story so we would love to hear from you feel free to leave us a review or dm us on instagram thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week there's the deal for this week's episode be sure to share with your friends and family you can follow us at here's the deal pod on instagram we would love to hear from you in a comment or review 